What's up? I hope you're doing well today. I am your host, Jonathan Smith. And you know who's not doing well today? The Los Angeles Lakers. There is trouble in paradise, to say the least. Now, the Lakers, they have two options here to fix their troubles. Option number one, blow it up entirely. The season's already lost anyway. Or option two, in the offseason, make some major adjustments to the foundation. We're going to be getting into that here shortly. But first, double B, Bruce Buffer. The city of Los Angeles is home to yet another great drama, adding the 2022 Los Angeles Lakers to that list. Everybody's mad at everybody over there, right? LeBron's mad at management because they didn't want to go out and trade Russell Westbrook for John Wall. Management's mad at LeBron because LeBron's the guy who wanted to bring in Russell Westbrook. You know, LeBron's the guy who wanted to bring in Carmelo Anthony. LeBron's the guy who wanted to bring in AD, right? So on and so forth. So everybody's just mad at everybody and... There's all this drama and there's there's all this tension. And Ramona Shelburne went on the Brian Windhor- Brian Windhorse and the Hoop Collective podcast, who she's very good friends with Jeannie Buss, and she kind of gave us some insight into what all is going on over there in Los Angeles. The Lakers organization from ownership on down decided you guys got yourself into this. This is the bed you have made. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, all the future Hall of Famers. This is your choice of roster and team. Go make it work. I feel like from that clip, it's pretty obvious what's about to happen here, right? The Lakers, they are putting their foot down. They're going to make LeBron clean up his mess. Now, to be fair, he was the one who wanted Russell Westbrook on this team. He was the one who wanted to bring in all of his friends, all the older guys who he came into the league with. And now he's regretting it, and he's going to Jeannie Buss and management asking them to help him, and they're not willing to budge. They're not willing to do this. And it's pretty clear, you know, what the Lakers are saying here. It's our legacy is sealed. Like, we are the Los Angeles Lakers. We have the most NBA titles tied with the Celtics in the NBA. Like, who we are, people know who we are. People love the Lakers. People love us. What is not sealed is LeBron James's legacy. Now, now hold up. Before, you know, we go too too crazy, let me say solidified is a top 2 player all time. What I mean by saying his legacy is not solidified is that his legacy as a Laker isn't solidified, right? Like I think that, you know, if you talk to everybody who you know has experienced having LeBron James on their team, you get mostly good feedback, right? You know, the Heat loved him because they won multiple championships. Obviously, Cleveland loves him because he came back and he won him a championship. Meanwhile, when you look at LeBron's time with the Lakers, yes, obviously, you know, they have the the bubble trophy. They have the NBA title there. But outside of that, it has been extremely underwhelming as to what he's done for them. Right? Like, he hasn't really done much of anything for them. If you're going to, if we're going to be honest, his first year there in 2018 to 2019, they finished under 500 and missed the playoffs. 2019 to 2020, they won the finals. Now, part of that is, you know, the extended rest and things, but that's beside the point. At the end of the day, he did he did what they thought he was going to do. He won them a title with Anthony Davis. From 2020 to 2021, last year, 
they were a seventh seed and they lost in the first round. You know, injuries, whatever. I don't want to get into all that. This year, currently they are under 500 and they're the nine seed. And there is a possibility that they miss the playoffs again. Which, look, if you had told me that when LeBron James signed that contract to go play in L.A., that they would miss the playoffs not once but twice, I'd have been absolutely stunned. Okay, nobody would have bet on that. Okay, no, no matter what Anthony Davis's health was like, at the end of the day, you have LeBron James. You should make the playoffs. You know, he was supposed to come in. He was supposed to save the Lakers because, look, before LeBron James got there, the Lakers were a joke. Okay, they weren't very good. They were coming off the Kobe years. They didn't have a solidified star. So LeBron James was supposed to come in and restore a sort of winning culture to them. And he hasn't really done that. They've had one good year. Now, I understand that, you know, the situations, they've been less than ideal, right, with injuries and things. But when you're LeBron James, a.k.a. LeGM, right, the guy who gets to handpick his players, and I know people don't like to talk about that, especially LeBron fans, but that's what he does, right? When you get to do that, when you get to have heavy say in the personnel on your roster, you take heat for that, okay? Like, like you, you take heat for wanting to trade for Anthony Davis, a guy that we knew was injury-prone coming into the situation, okay? And look, AD continues to not buy in, and he is continuously sidelined due to injury, okay? The best of ability in any sport at any age is availability. If you cannot stay healthy, if you cannot stay on the floor, then you're not worth very much no matter how good you are, even though Anthony Davis is, you know, arguably a a top-five player in the NBA when he's healthy and when he's engaged. But when you're having to say and and but, uh, when you're adding on to that sentence, like, that's a problem, especially the engaged part. Because, you know, whether you're like, like, if you're a Lakers fan, like, you've seen it. When Anthony Davis is healthy this year, he's just not playing very hard. He's not defending. He's not taking good shots. He's not very aggressive. He's settling for a lot of jump shots. He just doesn't look good. Okay, and on top of that, going back to LeBron James, when you say you want Russell Westbrook and he comes in and he doesn't fit well, and look, you could tell by watching him when he was in Washington, when he was in Oklahoma City, that he didn't fit well with with LeBron James and the way that he plays. And then you want to go out, you want to vouch for him, say, hey, no, this is my guy, I want to bring him here. And then you bring him here, and it, it doesn't go well. And then you you want to go cry to management like, hey, like, can you fix this for me? And then they don't. Like, you can't be mad at them. Like, this is on you, LeBron. This is your fault for wanting to bring in Russell Westbrook, not not management's. This is something that you wanted. And so I, I'm with management here. I'm, I'm with Jeannie Buss. I'm with these guys. Like, LeBron, like, you have to clean up your own mess. Now, look, it's LeBron James, and these are older basketball players who are smart guys. Like, th- they can turn it around. You know, they can turn it around and make the playoffs – especially, you know, if if Anthony Davis comes back, maybe, you know, upset somebody, like maybe make a run. Because at the end of the day, you know, I'm not going to be one of these guys who's like, there's no way in the world that that the Lakers can win the title. I'm not that dumb. Like at the end of the day, they do have LeBron James and they do have Anthony Davis. But right now, like they've got problems. And do I think they're going to fix them? No, I'll be honest with you. So I have created two options here. I think that there's two viable options for the Lakers going forward. After this season. Now, I'm more of a fan of option two, but I'm going to give you option one first. Option one, you blow it up. You trade everybody, including LeBron James, and you start getting ready for the future. And now, look, it's not as crazy as it sounds, right? You know, if we had mentioned, you know, trading LeBron James, you know, two or three years ago, that would have been absolutely ludicrous. If you were a sports radio guy who said that, you'd have been fired on the spot. 
But at the same time, like cryptocurrency wasn't a thing two or three years ago. Or it was. It just wasn't as big of a deal, right? And so like, things change. He's, he's not the player that he was, okay? So you can trade LeBron James. And do you know the return you're going to get on LeBron James? You're going to get more than enough to start building for the future. You're going to get a couple solid players, maybe even like a borderline star, a whole bunch of picks. It wouldn't be crazy. Plus, on top of that, you know, if you're blowing it up, you know, you're trading AD, you're trading Russell Westbrook, which will give you more than enough draft picks and players to retool for, you know, the next era of Laker basketball. So that's option number one. And, like, it's, you know, it, it's an option. It's not the option I would take. I'm personally going to take option two, where you change the foundation of the house that you've built there in L.A. Now, the house there in L.A., the Lakers, it's built on two guys. It's built on LeBron James, reliable, tough, has been re- reliable and tough for, you know, 18, 19 years, however long he's been playing for. And then you have, you know, the other part of the foundation, Anthony Davis, who can't stay healthy and is definitely not engaged. You know, he got his ring, and now he wants to go retire. He probably would if he wasn't making as much money as he is right now. So here's what you do. You you take away Anthony Davis, and you replace him, okay? You replace the laziest superstar of my lifetime, okay? If he isn't in street clothes nursing an injury, he's on the court refusing to play hard. He doesn't care, okay? He got his one championship. He's satisfied. His career's done. Like, he's like, he's cool. He's okay to go and just relax now. And if you're LeBron James, like, you can't have a co-star who's acting like that. So here's what I would do if I was the Lakers. I would take Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and whoever else the Portland Trailblazers want this summer and try and go get Damian Lillard, a guy who we know is going to play hard, a guy who hasn't won a championship yet, a guy who doesn't have, you know, an injury history as long as Santa's list like... Anthony Davis does. Now, I will say Damian Lillard definitely had some injuries, but nowhere near to the severity of a guy like Anthony Davis. You know, you get a guy who you can build around after LeBron leaves. Like, let, let's make this trade. Like, let's do this. Like, let's try and take these last two years of LeBron James, of him being, like, elite, elite, and let's go try and win one or two more championships. You can do that if you go out and you get a guy like Damian Lillard. Okay, let's make this trade. Go see if you can win a couple more, like I said, and then, you know, after it's kind of run his course, you can trade LeBron to Oklahoma City so he can play with his kid. That's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt 10-Minute Takes. Make sure you follow the podcast, and I'll be back with more on Monday after this weekend.